everyone and thank you for tuning in this Friday May 15th to Verbal Assault Livestream with your host Marquis Devro where we talk about real politics real issues in real time uh, we have a this with the last day of our week here we um, are coming to you remotely I'm coming to you today from Richmond Hill in Queens I'm somewhere near JFK Airport of course there's no travel going on no one can go anywhere but I'll tell you what one of our uh, commentators is in Connecticut Another one is, or May, is in New Jersey. And the rest of us are here in New York. Wonderful thing. So we have a tri-state program going on here today. Hmm. Um, let's talk about our platforms. You guys know that we're on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts well. You can also listen to us on 11 other platforms. In addition to that, we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Vimeo, YouTube, Snapchat, and TikTok. If you want to watch the program. Okay, so you can listen or you can watch, or you can do both. Now, this program does not run itself. It takes people who want to get paid for their opinion and for their professional expertise. I know because I have to foot the bill. So we are listener supported. If you like what you hear, please support us. I don't care whether you give us a dollar or five dollars or five hundred or five thousand. Believe me, we look for contributors and sponsors. We love you. We can be contributed or sponsored via Anchor patreon or twitch but most of you that are listening to us are not gamers so do the patreon or the um or the anchor thing right P i'm a gamer P patreon and anchor pa and we will call you daddy all right so we're going to talk about today's commentators now first of all i um have joining us someone who goes by common sense avenger it sounds like he's been at too many javits center comic con events Hello, Are you mocking the comic conic community? I, I just don't How want to tell you. We are legion. We will bring our plastic swords and fake Jedi lightsabers and pester you. <laughs> well, uh, we do the pestering quite well. I'm the nerds. Your microphone is not going to have superpower if you continue to eat it. So stay back about two inches and I can hear you perfectly. Now, I'm going to move on to you our keep next talking guy. about my microphone. I'm talking about you on top of your mic, like 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 a bad school teacher and a 13 year old girl. And you're um, two inches. Oh, and look at and look. <laughs> oh. So now oh, I've got to give it up when it's funny. Got to give it up okay. when it's funny. But I'm coming for you now. Okay, okay. <laughs> don't, talk, don't talk about your sexual interests anyway. Um, <laughs> you yeah. brought it up. You made it pervy. Great. Turn off Pornhub. Anyway, so next I have Mr. Rob Arnold, who is coming to us from New Jersey. So Common Sense Avengers in, in, in New Jersey. Rob Arnold is not in New Jersey, but um, he yeah, works no, in New Jersey. Side. Okay, but anyway, go for it. So nobody knows yeah. what the Upper West Side is unless you're here in New York. But well, Mr. Rob I'll, Arnold. I'll, I'll fill in the blank. It's the Upper West Side of Manhattan, a liberal bastion of the world. As far as Comic-Con, I just want everyone here to know, and now all listeners to know at this moment, my first cousin is, um, that would be Kellel. He's the son of Jorel. 
He is. <laughs> and I have got some of that. <laughs> oh, man. Love you, dude. Hey, um, Rob Arnold. Rob Arnold. Do you, Rob Arnold, do you like this? Do you like that music group, The Supremes? Yeah, yeah. I, I can take some of that music. Absolutely. Okay, great. I, they got a great song called Stop in the Name of Love. I'm just going to say stop. Okay, moving on now to Mr. Brian Parker, who is from North Carolina. He's went to the University of North Carolina, and he works in hospitality. But, but, but you know he did, does a damn good impression of Donald Trump, and I think he does an impression of someone else that I don't know. Mr. Brian Parker, can you do that Trump impression for us, please? I can't right now. I'll have to do it later. Oh, Jesus. Um, it's, 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 a, it's a whole preparation thing. But I do want to say hello, and also that um, one of my cousins happens to be uh, T'Challa, King of Wakanda. Great. Liberals so, known for performance anxiety. Okay, no one heard you, and the next sponsor of this show is going to be Ancestry.com. Wonderful. And okay. Viagra. And Viagra. Well, no. You're still still trying to come, so not Viagra. Anyway, um, lastly, I want to not forget to mention my co-host. He's an an international entrepreneur. He's my same age, but he looks a little bit better for his age. His name is Mr. Samuel Kachera. Sam is coming to us from a sleepy town in Connecticut near the railroad. How are you, Sam? I'm great. I ain't got no cousins right now. Okay. No, it, 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 we don't. We don't. Don't need to hear about. Bumping. I'll be your cousin, Sam. Okay. Thank right you, on. So, with that being said, we have now a need to go into today's topic. Today's topic is the right revolts. Conservatives are voicing displeasure with Trump. Now, we have three right-leaning people on the program and two left. Conservatives are running ads on Fox News accusing Trump of being a poor commander in chief. What's your comments? Sam, you first. I think they're just taking things personally. They yes. need, you, the conservatives need to stop taking it personally. Just let the man do his job. Huh. If we all bend together, we get a little bit further. He's there. Accept it. Let's get let's move this thing further. Okay, but the conservatives are saying that he's not doing his job well. He's doing his job, just not well. They're saying that there is a fiscal collapse that is about to happen because we're, we're spending way too much. And I'm sure that Rob Arnold is about to cut in and say, but that's the Democrats. And then no, uh, Mr. CSA. No, all is, of them. All it's, of them. Always, it's always been all of them. You know, it, it's it, it, always. It, it, yeah, pretty much. It wasn't, I mean, obviously Republicans are more fiscally conservative than Democrats, but I will say that in the eight years of the predecessor to Donald Trump, they all went along uh, with a lot of spending and we doubled the national debt. There were Republicans who uh, kind of went along with that. There were some bad Republicans, absolutely. They're called never Trumpers. Okay. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's, let's Led by Billy on. Crystal, right? What the fuck is that guy doing? Let's move over to the guy that needs a backup from the microphone. Um, I'd like to say that when we talk about fiscal debt in the United States, we usually hear the national debt is, and then we hear the T word, okay? And it's not terrific. Um, you know, when we talk about um, when we talk about success financially with the everyday people, we usually use the M word, millionaire. Um, these days, we use billionaire, and when we think yep. of billionaires, we think of people that control industries. I'd like to ask you: when you hear the T word trillion, 
when we're going to do a bailout of three trillion, where does this money come from? They print it, and it's it's dangerous. Uh, we we saw a lot of printing going on uh, between you know for those eight years of Obama, lots of printing. It became almost like monopoly money, and now here we go again with this uh, this this virus that under Trump. Yeah, under Trump. Yeah, he, he, his hands were tied. They added all that pork barrel spending on top. And if Donald Trump had said no to all of that, he would have been excoriated in the media as somebody who doesn't care about people dying all across America. So he had, he had, his hands were tied. He had to go along. In his, sec, in his, um, excuse me, in his second term, um, we'll see a reigning in of spending. Now, now, Rob, if I may cut in, I want to gear over to Brian uh, Parker for a second because you're not really cutting in. Said, comment, no, 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 you're good. You're good. You said Trump's hands were tied. Brian, ironically, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez did not that. vote for the stimulus bill. She was the only Democrat that would not vote for the spending bill because she said it the did second not one. help The out. second one. She voted for the first one, but she did not vote for the second one. Okay. She was brought the task for not revealing her real vote okay. for the first so one. Perhaps, so perhaps I stand incorrected. I don't know if I agree, but who knows? But, but Brian, I want you to go ahead and take this. What we're reaching trillions of dollars here. And, and, and I, I guess what I'm wanting to ask you is, who is benefiting from this bailout? People haven't gotten their stimulus checks. There are businesses that don't even know if they can open their doors. There are new businesses that, that haven't even come online. Everyone's telling, saying, shelter at home. Who's benefiting? Brian Parker, go ahead and take it away. Kate Chat, Bruce Chris, uh, the LA Lakers. Um, no, just kidding. Um, I mean, no one's benefiting because the whole idea that you're just going to give someone $1,200 and everything's going to be better is, is, is pretty stupid to begin so with. So you saying that's not enough? Well, it's not, yeah, enough. not enough. Well, it's not enough, and it should be reoccurring because rent reoccurs, expenses reoccur. Life, to, I mean, whatever you use your $1,200 on, I can Food in the belly. Get, Okay. Okay. So let's ask. Well, this well, yeah, but yeah, but you're going to get hungry again, right? So, right. so, 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 Rob Arnold. The idea was to patch it through because this thing is going to end. This is not going to go on indefinitely, right? But if you're ignorant enough to think that it's only going to last thirty days or however long, how how long do you think twelve hundred? How long do you think the twelve hundred dollars is supposed to last, Rob? Well, I'm going to say I wouldn't characterize it as ignorance, but as optimism that this is going Look, to end. Optimism don't pay no, optimism don't pay the rent, right? Yeah, but I'm going to the money, twelve hundred dollars. Okay. So one second, get, get, I'm sorry, Rob. Rob live frugally. They're going to be able to eat, and this thing's going to end. Well, but maybe not that, but but not 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 I mean, not twelve hundred dollars. It's not okay. gonna. We know it's gonna end, Rob, but not twelve hundred dollars. But ironically, Rob is. If more is needed, more will have to eat. Give me a second, guys. Rob is saying that people have to eat, but isn't that what food stamps are for? If you run out well, of money, yes. you can always apply for food stamps. That's yes, not here's the problem with that. I've had this conversation with some very smart people, some of whom would be on your side or Brian's side, of of the ideological division. Uh, I'm gonna say that. Um, that was so clean when you said that the ideological division. I just love that. We'll put that in marketing. 
<laughs> well, you know, the ideological divide can be discussed on the merits, and that's a very healthy thing to do for the republic. But I'm going to say, you know, for this country, the greatest country, right? So, you know, beacon of freedom and all that, shining city on the hill. I'm going to say that the $1,200 is a patch through only, and that if, if uh, we're going to stay on lockdown for uh, a longer duration than hoped for, then more uh, aid will be sent out. As far as food stamps, uh, that's for the poor, not for people who are temporarily displaced for work due to a exactly. exactly. Now, if you take a look at what um, Thomas Paine originally had proposed, yeah, we were supposed to get something called the American dividend. If you mm -hmm. take a look at the first round of um, relief money that I think Marquis actually rightly cites, if you divide it evenly, and I posted this online, if you divide it evenly amongst all the adults in America, people over the age of 18 who are legal citizens, that would have equaled $55,000 per citizen. I think right. the money would have been much better focused over there. But Marquis, to direct something that you had said earlier about us printing money, and when we talk about printing money and how it's no good, they use this as a sawhorse, as a device. There's a woman named Stephanie Kelton, K-E-L-T-O-N, and she talks about the basics of modern money and how the idea of printing money willy-nilly and the way they scare us about having to balance a budget. It weakens the value of the dollar. No, yeah. what she says is the exact opposite is what happens. But they sell you on the idea that it weakens the value of the dollar. It has to weaken She's a, no, it. I'm not going to pretend and I'm not going to speak for her, but I will stay for her side of the aisle because she's properly educated in this subject. Just right. give her a good listen to because she, again, giving women voices and everything, she's been maligned and destroyed in the economic world. Whoa. Her name is Stephanie Kelton. Hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to... K-E-L-T-O-N. Okay, the common sense avenger. If you have, if everyone has gold, if everyone has it, it's no longer of the same value. No, she if talks about economics. Diamonds, I don't, if I may, if everyone yeah. has diamonds, it's no longer of the same value. If you continue to print money without having labor or service or something of value to counteract, the printing is simply a note. Well, I'll give, you, I'll give you an example of something okay. that doesn't actually have to have anything real behind it other can you than... you hear the, yourself right now? I can hear you clearly. So you know when you went down, you were away from your mic. I heard you perfectly. Keep talking like that. Oh, okay. Um, if you want an example of something that continually rises in value, even if more are issued out, we'll use the example of Apple stock. Every single time that they issue another million, half a million, 50 million common shares, the stock still goes up. Same thing with Tesla, other things. She says, we're not applying this dynamic. What the, the false argument, and again, I do not want to speak for her. I'm just paraphrasing because I've been fascinated by this woman. I've been fascinated by this other woman who is an anthropologist that talks about actual origins of African people. I would love to talk to you about that one. But um, and this particular woman was maligned for this particular theory that what they tell us is to think about like it's our household. Or if we're talking about like how we would balance a budget if we had a small business. But I don't bring out money in my house. We don't actually truly understand the economics of scale is what she calls it. I'm not going to, I'm yeah. not going to, well, I'm not going to disagree yeah, or agree with you. I'm just going to bid, bid you if you well, disagree, but, but look at, look at what she has to say. But the conservatives may have a point. If we, I, I've never heard of us in America talking about a trillion dollar bailout. Three, what are you talking about? Obama did it four times. Okay. But yep. may I, 
may I ask a question? Maybe my math isn't very good. What is the entire U.S. economy? Does anyone on the panel have any idea? Yeah, about 13 trillion is the, is the uh, budget. Okay, so let me help me with this math. If I take three and I divide it into 13, that happens four times. Plus, I'm left with one left over. I don't know if that one would be 100 billion or whatever the number, but it's one left over. So three goes into 13 four times. That means that if we done one $3 trillion bailout, we add, okay, so I'm being told it's 21.428 trillion. All right. So we up that high now on the GDP? 21.428 trillion. One second, please. One second, guys. So three goes into 21 seven times. That means we just spent three. We're about to spend another three. And if we spend another three, we've already spent we already spent one seventh of our entire economy in three months. How is that fiscally conservative? Uh, I'll say I'll say that it, again. His hands were tied, and and what it, it's not as much. Let me let's make this clear. It is not as much about debt as it is debt to income ratio. And now, well, in this context, that's a GDP. Now the GDP has gone up under Trump. Last day it was like 14, 15. Somebody just said it's higher than that. Uh, I haven't checked it in about a year. So, all right, so we're way up there on GDP. When this thing breaks and the smoke clears, the United States of America and the U.S. economy is a very tightly coiled spring. And it is- I, I don't know. Move. I don't know. I'm going to challenge you on I that. I agree with you on that one, Rob, 100%. No, Rob, I'm going to challenge you on that. Here's why. CSA, CSA uh, uh, just said Apple and Tesla are companies that continue to increase in value. But do you know why Apple increases in value? I'm talking to you on an iPhone. I'm looking at my email on a MacBook. There is a second iPhone that is in the room that I'm in, including an iPad. If I'm wearing if I'm wearing an Apple Watch and AirPods, and I if I have an iMac in my home or my office, all of my devices talk to each other, and every time they come out with a new device, it coordinates with the other devices, and therefore it's an ongoing production. With Tesla, we know that cars are going to need to be electric because we have a finite amount of oil available. So Tesla. It's just focused on building electric cars. Am I correct or am I incorrect? So, well, you totally can correct. Michael Moore. Michael Moore just, I'm sorry, go ahead. Who was that that was talking? Let me shush. No, no, go ahead, Rob, please. Michael Moore just came out with a movie, um, a documentary film called Planet of the Humans. The Planet of the Humans. And he really debunks a lot of these things. I'm all for electric cars, but I will say that it takes a lot of oil at the plant to. Um, at these these big plants, the smokestacks billowing, um, in order to uh, keep those batteries uh, coming and charged. And so it's just like when you look at the ethanol. I mean, you, you take corn being used to um, propel automobiles. It takes more oil, fossil fuel, to um, to produce ethanol than the amount that ethanol displaces. Okay. And this, this is the problem. Yeah, I, it, it's right. not like, one last final point. It's not Please. that it's not that um, 
they're, they're, they're just a bunch of idiots. It's that you have people that they don't read enough and know enough, and then they just think, oh, corn driving cars, that sounds great. Um, wait a minute. It's, Hold on. In the end, it, they're long on the problem, short on the solutions. Okay, wait a minute. Now, you, Rob brings up some interesting points here. Brian, I'm going to move to you, and then Sam, I want to touch base with you. Um, Rob, you're from North Carolina. If I'm not mistaken, North Carolina at one time was known for rice, particularly Uncle Ben's rice. If I'm also Who's from not North mistaken, Carolina? Uh, I'm not I'm from sorry. North Carolina. I meant, to, I meant to say Brian Smith. You both kind of look alike, so I got confused. <laughs> Rob's from uh, Boston, like around Massachusetts okay. originally, right? Uh, no, hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm to the mic. I can't hear you. Come but, back. Come I was originally. I was originally. Born on the moon, uh, crater X. Uh, 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 okay, Ryan Parker, this is your question. So, is what is North that Carolina? Is North Carolina known for rice? I think so. The no. fuck are we talking about rice for? No. Brian Parker, what is North Carolina known for? Uh, tobacco, corn, jail <laughs> bait. Uh, yeah. oh, mm. Tobacco, corn, and what else? Uh, most most of your fruits and vegetables, cotton. Um, so here yeah. is here is my point. My point in this question is, if rice is coming from North Carolina, okay, we should not be getting rice from anywhere that is not within the United States or the United States territories. Now I'm, I'm 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 and I'm saying territories to be inclusive, but I don't necessarily agree with the territory part. What if um, I want balsami rice? They can't uh, go to North Carolina. What right. if I want those little teeny tiny like really Japanese sweet rice? Right, right. So you, make a, so you make a good point. But the point I'm trying to make is buy American, hire American. That means a few less Mandarin. Welcome to the Trump side, brother. That means Welcome a to the Trump side, brother. Rice. I knew you know, it would. You know something? And that's why I'm an independent because I'm free from this. Um, and I seem to have lost your audio. Are you guys still with me there? No, I was oh. muted momentarily. Okay, good. You were muted momentarily so I could talk. Oh, wonderful. Um, so my concern is that we only have 21 trillion. And if we spend 3 trillion now and then another 3 trillion and then perhaps another 3 trillion, we start to get to the point that we're spending more than we're bringing in. Rob Arnold has mentioned debt to income ratio. Now, some of us have talked about the fact, and I'd like to get Sam's input on this because Sam has lived in China. I don't know if China just goes ahead and prints money because they need money. Oh I God. mean, I'm, 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 and, and, and I'm trying to understand what is $1,200 realistically supposed to do and how do we budget this money so that we shouldn't just be getting 1200 Maybe we should be getting 400 here, 400 there, 400 there, 400, 400, and spread it over time. Rather yeah, but this than is too temporary for that, Marquis. Okay. Isn't that what, isn't that what unemployment does? 
Well, we have people. We have people who are on on unemployment. They're going to continue to get unemployment, but unfortunately, New York State is out of unemployment, and people in South Carolina and Florida can't sign up for unemployment. And, and unemployment only gives you a percentage of what you made. It doesn't yeah. give you the. It doesn't replace the full hey, income that you have. Hey, look, right. you're talking to a guy that supports UBI. I just said that we should do what Thomas Paine said, one of the original yeah. founding fathers. Yeah. yeah, UBI. That, that what? First, what? UBI. What are you okay. talking about? What are you are you talking about? Are you talking about a new basketball team, UBI? What are you saying? Universal basic income. It's what the um, Yang ran on. It's what Thomas Paine originally proposed when he founded this country that every American should get the dividend of the surplus that this country makes. That sounds like being a socialist. We don't like socialists because socialists want to treat people fairly and equally. It's not socialism. Thomas no. Paine called it the American dividend. Oh, dividend. It's the American so, dividend, which is from socialism. Socialism. Okay, you're not coming in, Rob. One second. One more time. One no. more time. Because we weren't coming in clear. Go ahead, Rob. Oh. Socialism. Oh. Okay. We just. Rob, your socialism is when the government. Oh, can you hear me better now? Yes. Uh, for a moment, I thought that perhaps you were on Boost Mobile or uh, Cricket. Try, try uh, Verizon right. or Cricket Mobile. Okay, can you hear me? Yes, we can. Okay. Oh, you're on Verizon. So, socialism, uh, I don't know what that means. Uh, but so I'm not on Verizon. But anyway, socialism is when the government decides everything for the citizenry. The government itself, they decide everything. Now, do we have shades of socialism? Of course we do. Yeah, the government well, in this country is above. So we have well, things like Well, handouts are different from programs that keep people uh, seeing their doctors, like, you know, Medicare. Um, which now, is I don't so like programs. I don't like that word. I don't like the word programs. But it is programs a program. refers to non What do you want to call it? Use your semantics. What do you want to call it instead? I, you know, I don't want to don't give them that way. You know what I'm finding? What it is. It's a I'm finding, I'm finding that nonprofits in America are always begging for money and they're always trying to justify getting more money. I don't like the idea of nonprofits. I believe that for profits should have nonprofit capabilities because a for profit should also serve the people. That's what I think. Well, there's a lot of people. That's what I think. Um, there, there's a lot of people that there are a lot of people that engage in pro bono work and, uh, you know, they have that arm of their law firm or their right engineering, on. you know, right so, uh, you know, th th we do have, um, a socialistic, um, uh, streak to, well, then it's not so bad. Socialism is not so bad. We don't no, need to a condemn streak of it. A streak of it is, is, is about that human compassion, but we're a capitalist society. And you know what this, I'll tell you what this really goes to in my mind and to my thinking is that it's, um, that it, it's not about um, socialism versus capitalism. It's about greed, but more, and greed can be found in any system and since the beginning of time. So when people look at capitalist society as, oh, greed, no, greed is everywhere. But what is perhaps more powerful than greed is the very, very powerful emotion of uh, the human emotion of jealousy. 
And when jealousy, which has caused the death of kings and queens through the centuries and the fall of empires, when jealousy kicks in, then you've got class warfare. Okay, now, right. let, now, now let's, move the, let's move the conversation back. We're talking about class warfare. Samuel Kachera, are the conservatives perhaps jealous that maybe Trump is doing something that they didn't come up with as a party? Are we engaging in a class warfare where it's maybe the upper class versus the everyday Main Street people? Go ahead, Sam, take that. Um, in my mind, I'm just thinking about the Democrats. I'm not really sure how to put the conservatives on this one, but I believe that. <laughs> I believe because the conservatives that. are the exact opposite end of the spectrum. They're the, I, I think they're more right leaning than Republicans. It's a few bozos that are running. <clears throat> hold on, hold on. Now, 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 Bill from Long Island, you know, is a, is a conservative. Bobby. Okay, Bobby Bill, I'm clearly I'm in my 50s now and things don't resonate like they should. They got stuff that can help you with that for memory. <laughs> Is yes. Bobby on? Bobby, are you on? No. No. He didn't right. join. He his 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 internet connection was about as good as your internet connection um from Cricket Mobile. I I, I have a perfectly good internet connection. I clearly every time okay which is why none of us can hear you right now and i love you for it anyway so you're saying i can't be heard right now uh i'm saying you're going in and out huh well that may have something more to do with zoom i got a really good laptop okay so here's the next question what are conservative values uh mr csa would you like to go ahead and take that common sense avenger go ahead yeah the um if there are two lefties on this panel with conservative values, the exact opposite of what you believe in espouse. Well, I'm an independent, so I don't know who you're calling a lefty, but go ahead. <laughs> you're a lefty. You're a total lefty. I'm left of you, which means that I'm in the middle, which means I'm not an extremist, because everything no, that's not. not in the middle you're is not extreme. an extremist. You're not. It's you you do you do parry right sometimes, no doubt about it. And if by doing that you want to define yourself as an independent, fine and well. But you know that your overarching sense of things is pretty well to the left, right? That's a pretty fair assessment there, Rob. You know, I would describe myself as an independent progressive, but I'm definitely independent. I'm definitely pro-business. I am definitely pro-pull uh, yourself up by your bootstraps and get it together. I, yes. do not, I do not like the idea of welfare, food stamps, social security. I believe it disempowers those that are capable of still being in the working marketplace. Right. You, see that? you ever hear that story of the duck that thought it was a dragonfly? You repeat your question, please. No, I me. Mean, I was just saying, have you ever heard of the story of the uh, duck that thought it was a dragonfly? You could say you're a dragonfly all day long. You know, if it walks like a duck, talks like a duck, you know. But what are the values of the conservative party? It seems like they don't really have any values, which is why Trump was elected in the first place. That the um, left and the right are totally devoid of values. And they've actually demonstrated over and over again from Mitch McConnell and all this other stuff. When I was listening to you guys talk about what we do about our fellow human beings, I think it trans transcends the title of conservative, capitalism, socialism, any of these other isms that we seem to be willing to like defame and degrade each other with. 
we can actually transcend that it's about helping each other but helping each helping each other to help themselves all right so it's it's it's, it seems like the darker we are, the less we can say on this show. So I'm going to go ahead and gear toward Brian Parker. Yes, that was a racially insensitive joke. Um, what, what Brian Parker, as a Democrat, what is a conservative? What it used to be is somebody that was always talking about being fiscally responsible, um, small government, government that you could probably put in your pocket, um, state, state, states' rights. It's funny how I can tell you what a conservative was more than the cons- so-called conservatives. But that sounds like a libertarian. Kind no, of. No, 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 That's no. what I heard. I've never heard too many conservatives. But go on, Brian. I'm sorry. Well, no, no. Conservatives always talk about a uh, smaller government. They always they, talk about. Uh, they sell the. They sell that idea, which is why they're so disingenuous. But they always seem to expand the government. You, you, know, look, at the records, you look at the data from like Reagan to now. You're right. No, no. I'm not talking about what they actually do. Yeah. I'm talking about the bullshit that they the try websites. to sell you that they believe. It's, you know what, guys? I think what this comes down to is is plain and simple. In the political circle, when you look at the political circle, the far left and the far right bump at the top in terms of behavior, behavior patterns. They bump at the top. But I guess in the in the final analysis, we would have to conclude that there are far, far more uh, liberals who are behaving in those patterns than there are far right wing zealots. You have no data to prove that. That's just, that's your- I actually have a lot of data on that. It's why I concocted the whole circle bump at the top thing in the first place is from empirical data. So it's a, they're-, well, they're name, your you source. Know, name your source, name your source. Well, I'm going to go ahead and point it out this way. If I started naming sources, it would take up the rest of the show. I'm going to say, provide sources you know, and other you know, social you media know, avenues on this channel. You know, no, worried about doing But we're in the but I'm giving you a smart You know, when people give their opinions, it, it, unfortunately, it doesn't always make sense. Right. And sometimes it tends to meander. But, you know, if someone asks There's me. There's no meandering here. Okay, yeah, but if someone asks me, once in a while, you see a conservative shoot an abortion doctor. You know, oh, like, anyway, you, anyway, you got. If someone asked me, hold on, Rob, if, someone asked me, if someone asks me what a conservative is, you know what I tell them? Mm-hmm. It is a conserving. Yeah. No, you, well, know what, you know what a conservative is? They're a human being, just like a liberal is. And once we realize that, and we just wanted, we want the same thing. We just think it's done in different ways. They say you, well, you, liberal, should, it, you liberal, should say you should liberal, hand it to him. Liberal, and they say that he should learn how to earn. Will be live for all, live or all, and conservative are cons serving, but who are they serving? Rugged they individualism stop. is a big part of what conservatism is. It's rugged individualism. It's personal responsibility. It's fiscal responsibility. And by the way, the left. The, the, the liberal left of this country is no longer anywhere near what it once was. It's been hijacked by people like Adam Schiff, and Jerry Nadler, and Nancy. Well, well, you would say the Republican Party has been hijacked by Donald Trump. Because right I don't think he hijacked that. I think he liberated it. He liberated it. That's right. Because Mitch, Mitch McConnell and the rest of those guys are scumbags. No, and Donald, on, Trump, and Donald Trump exposes them to the light of day. The I fact mean, that they're double dealing because they're double dealing bastards. All the double dealing, exactly. One second. One second. I need to bring Samuel Kachera into this conversation. Sam, 
you've lived in Australia, which is relatively democratic. You've also lived in China, which is basically, in our opinion as Americans, authoritarian. What comparisons do you see with U.S. government versus Australia and China? Please take that question. Good one. China, the people don't have a say. We can stop there. <laughs> there you go. Full stop. Yeah. Full they don't, they How about Australia? Australia, the people, I, I observed this many years ago. In Australia, compared to the U.S., in the U.S. we have human rights, and we're big on human rights. But in Australia, they're more big on uh, workers' rights. <clears throat> they're big on workers' rights. You fuck with, a, you fuck with an Australian's job, and they, will, they revolt. See, that's like an Irishman. But if you, but if you mess with their human rights, they sit back and go, yeah, yeah, she'd be right, mate. And they just don't give a fuck. They just let it happen. Passive. Where it's well, the opposite so, here. Well, give an example of a violation of a human right in Australia. Like, we know there's all the uh, tension with the Aboriginal community. And so here in the United States, a lot, a lot of people on the left, they tend to use the racial, the racial divide to sort of separate. And yeah. um, the, media, the media uses the racial divide and the class divide to sensationalize. Tell us what happens in Australia. Help us understand how other quote unquote cultured nations sort of deal with these types of things. They're crazy racist in Australia, man. Come on. Well, wait a minute. Sam, <laughs> Sam, what's your answer to that? Because that was a really good question presented. Yeah, well, for the, for the racial divides and things, they basically just try to pacify the cultural differences. You know, Australia is a country of, of immigrants, right? Everybody came, like uh, the original migrants were. Anal. Besides the aboriginals, yeah. The besides them. The original right. migrants were from, were, were from, from the Britain. UK. They were, they were, um, they were criminals. criminals. Yes. Yeah. Right? Penal colony. So, so yeah. So um, those criminals, I mean, they still have their criminal mind. It's just been passed down generation to generation. And oh, it's a smaller, yeah. The community is smaller too. Like, the whole of Australia at this point is about 28 million, you know? Right. So if you're not what? in the club- with Wait, the wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, 28 million. Now, now help me understand this. So if the population of New York City is nine and LA is about, uh, it, it is about- uh, Why don't you do the population of New York State? Population of New York State is what? 19 million, about 19 million, yeah, 19. 19. Is that it? Yeah. Wow. You've got a lot of wide open spaces in the state of wow. New York. I was right. just traveling state and uh, lots of wide open spaces. You got to travel yeah. around this. 19. A lot of it is uninhabitable. Right. Or uninhabited. Um, you know, they settled the, the wild west, so it could be inhabited, uh, inhabited. But the thing is, is Australia is a much smaller country to your point, Sam. And well, in, in, in terms in of population. people are moving into the desert. It's one big I mean, I'm sorry, desert. You know, in Arizona, people are moving into the desert. I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> well, look what they did with Nevada. I mean, but it's, uh, yeah, look, it, 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 when you're comparing a, a country like Australia with that smaller population relative to the United States, it's, it's not fair. It's not it's realistic. Not, it's, not, it's not a realistic comparison, but there are some things we can look at. Like, what are they doing in Australia and why? Uh, they're pretty good people overall. Uh, they're not just a bunch of criminals. 
Uh, okay. It started off as a you know penal colony type thing, but um, we also had to look at England and how they thought they were the masters of the universe as it relates to Australia, Scotland, Ireland. Well, now, now, wait a minute, wait, wait a minute, Robin. I want to just cut you off for a second because we know that if we talk about the we, if we talk about the UK, we know that we have the Labour Party, and we know we have. I, I think they have a Conservative Party. The I, Tories. I, I, the okay. Tories. The, yeah, the Tories are Boris okay. Johnson got elected. Okay, but but once <laughs> yes. So so Boris Johnson is the Trump In of a historic the landslide. Now that now happened since nineteen twenty nine. Yeah, in but but now he has a coronavirus, so he's not saying too much. But well, you know what? He came at it. He came out the other end of the tunnel. He's fine. It sounds like he came out of someone's butt when you say that. Just just just. So talk about. Just I just got an email about how he's fine. Okay, if Brazil, if, Brazil, South America okay. is always so didn't die. So, so let me ask you guys this question: If the right seeks to restart business, and the left seeks opportunities, um, oh, I can't read my own writing. Um, yeah, opportunities to exert power over the people. Well, basically, I'm saying if if the right is seeking to restart the economy and to build business, which I agree with, and if the left is agreeing to give people opportunity, which means hire American, which I agree with, it seems like the left and the right are in agreement. Everyone is saying the economy is suffering. We have to get it going. We have to jumpstart it. Now the right is saying, let's utilize the feds. Okay, and well, wait a minute, let's, let's restart the, 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 the state's economy. And the left is saying, some of the left are saying, hey, spend some, some of that federal money and give us some damn payments. It's but, only you know, some of. So you, you just say the left and the right, there, there are very different variances between uh, yeah, right. the groups of people. So let's not forget this. Governor Andy Cuomo uh, imposed a... Now, Fine. why do you got to say Andy? You make him sound like Raggedy Ann and Raggedy Andy. Yeah, his, na his name is Andrew, but it, that's he goes by Andy. Here again with the semantics. He goes by Andy. Your minds will call him Android. It, it, look, for fuck's sake, he calls himself Andy Cuomo. So, and this this little Andy. Okay, I'm going to add the word little now. Little Andy. Um, he 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 has uh, implemented this edict where if you're a store owner and somebody slips into your store here in New York City, let's say, and they don't have a face mask on, you get hit with a $1,000 fine. That's not being pro-business. That's the exact opposite. These people are struggling to keep food on their tables, their, their employees' tables. Well, well wait, a minute. Wait, a minute. wait a minute. Now, see, now see it, depends on, it, it, it depends on whether you're watching Fox News or CNN. Now, you're talking about business owners being fined. I'm sure that if I, if I pivoted over to Brian Parker, he would tell me about the African-Americans that have been in Central Park being bashed in the head instead of being given face masks. None of that, to me, falls into conservative. Bashed in the head instead of yeah. face masks? How kind of shit is that? Look, the, the, a conservative is going to go ahead and flat out say, leave the business owner alone. A right, moron like 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 uh, this Cuomo guy is going to turn around and say, "Find him a thousand dollars." Let me. No, wait a minute. Now wait a minute. Now wait a minute. Now see, this is not legally required. This is the problem that I have here, and I always ask you guys on the right, if the numbers are going down in New York, okay, and the man's approval rating is eighty percent, because politicians don't get eighty percent approval ratings unless they're giving out checks. Right. Then wouldn't we say that Andrew Cuomo must be doing something right? 
Oh, I think I think his uh, his daily briefings. He's been talking very head on. He's been talking right. sensibly. Right. And, and, and so people that resonates that resonates. Okay. But, but and and I understand that, and I like when he talks. Uh, okay. On those. So, I mean, him, so so before the bus drives off, let's let, let's not push him in front yet because yeah, you we're, know, we're, we're talking. We're whoa, whoa, still whoa, trying to get. Whoa, 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 whoa. We're talking about policy. His 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 lip service at those daily briefings is grand, but the policy of putting COVID nineteen patients in nursing homes, thus killing uh, five thousand seniors. Who would do that? Why would someone do that? Why would you take people infected with this virus that target to the, one of the biggest risk groups is people of a certain age, over 65, 70, right. and put them into those places where those people reside? What, well, here's what I'm going to say. Here's what I'm going to say, and then I want to touch with Sam because Sam's been quiet for a minute here. I'm going to say that living in a communal facility, of which I do, there are two people in my building that have had exposure, Okay. The building has chose to isolate them and the building has said, you are going to use this restroom and you are going to use this entry and this exit. So if you ask me, people who have been exposed to the virus need to be isolated. They need to be given food. They need to be given opportunity to it in an ability to sustain themselves, but you can't mix them in to the rest of the population if what they have is contagious. Right, so in your communal, exactly. So your communal outfit that you're in, that communal um, uh, setting, uh, the, the, on that smaller scale, it's easier to manage and sensibility kicks in. But when the governor of a state the size of New York starts pouring them into nursing homes, you got a real problem there. And so it's his policies, not his daily press briefings, which have been pretty damn good. Therefore, his, his percentage is up at 80 uh, in popularity. But as things start to show his policies be between now and November, um, I think that his numbers are going to go down because you can't put COVID-19 patients in with nursing home residents and get away with it. What do they okay, think? Well, they can contain well, it? Nobody's well, I, I I don't know how nursing home residents vote, but anyone who doesn't vote is- No, anybody who sees what he did. Person. I'm not talking about nursing home residents voting. I'm talking about Joe Schmo out there, Joe Sixpack. He sees that he pulled a stunt like that. He's not gonna vote Cuomo. Well, everybody, right now in New York State, uh, what I do know is that those that are in nursing homes cannot be visited. They're isolated. Those that have family members in nursing homes cannot see their family members. They, it's all sleight of hand. So you can't okay. go visit your grandma because you might kill her, but he, he'll, but he'll slip in the, the, the patients uh, into those nursing homes to kill them anyway. So let's, let's go into a different direction for a there second, if I may. And, and, and Sam, I want to come to you because you're in Connecticut right now. So I'd like to know what's happening in Connecticut. But in New York's, uh, in New York City, um, there is a situation where Caucasians are being given masks and they're being, you know, at times separated. There was a Hasidic funeral where people were grouping together in the thousands and the police just asked them to separate and it was quite peaceful. But yet, of course, the media wants to sensationalize, but we're getting video footage, viral videos of men being bashed in the head. Now, when 12 cops jump on one individual, if that one individual is infected, wouldn't you one think that 12 cops would be infected? So here are our numbers because the right loves numbers. 68% of those 
who are being um, uh, having these physical confrontations with the police or African-American, 24% are Latino. So that means uh, 82% of the population are people of color who are not being given a face mask. Now, if someone is, is, is too close, you ask them to separate. But I'm not understanding the need to punch Dude. someone in the face or bash them with a baton. Now, now, hold on. Before you say anything, CSA, I want Samuel to take that one. Yeah, but can I? I uh, before, I want Sam yeah. to speak first. I'm sorry. I have, we haven't heard from him in a second. Go ahead, Samuel. If people violate the, um, the social distancing requirements. Um, Do we bash them? No, we shouldn't bash them. Of course not. So maybe that's under excessive force. I'm not really sure. But I guess Clearly so. it is. If, if they bash it, it I mean, it, you're talking about one one off in all likelihood. And by the way, New York City is largely Hispanic and black. Of course, the number no, 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 no. Okay. Hey, we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. And I'm going to tell you why. Why? Okay. The, the Latino that's population right. and the Asian population are growing faster than other communities. We're still over 50% white, so we're not We're not going to... Whoa, whoa, to you're saying that, that in New York oh City it's over 50% white? No, what it's I'm not. New York City is not 50% white. It's not. It's not. I'm sorry, my Caucasian melanin I, challenge, brother, but i got to correct you on that one. Now, that... Right. Hey, uh, James, James, what do you got to say to that, buddy? First of all, Manhattan is not 50% white. Secondly, I would really want to speak to this issue because I have a personal experience with this. I have a friend of you mine. New York City, not Manhattan, New York City. Five boroughs. New York City is not 50% white. All five boroughs? What is it? Okay. What's the he actually threw up the percentages right now. We've got 42, 24, 15, 13, 3. But I don't. So I don't what's really, the 42, I, brother? Okay, what's the 42? Right. Look, what's the 42? What you were talking about originally, Marquis, is that the, 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 what's no, the 42? A, okay. What's the white percentage? What's okay, Marquis, it's 42 white percent white people. Okay, what you're so talking they, about they, is something that there is something that actually happened where black people were actually getting their faces smashed in for these social distancing rules. This is what I want to talk to you about right now, okay? Besides this back and forth thing, okay, is that I brought out, I went out there with the same group of people that I went by the Javits Center three times to inspect, and we went outside to see what was going on. And they, in the car, two white people, okay, in the car both said to me, hey, it's weird. If we go to the parks where all the white people are, the cops aren't hassling anybody. They're being rather nice. They're running around without their face masks. They're couples hanging out together. There's groupings of five or ten doing hanging out in the parks, sunning themselves and stuff like that. You see the cops just strolling by. Then we drove by the project on um, Chelsea, which is on, um, I believe, 15th Street between 9th and 10th. Then we went to the projects down on Avenue D, which is in Lower East Side, where I used to live in, like, the Lower East Side of Manhattan. Then we went to the projects, which were all the way uptown by 155th Street. There were cops all over the place. There were a couple of kids that would walk into the park and, like, to the parks that were yellow stripes. You could feel the oppressiveness doing this. So there was really something evil going on. And this is what happens in Democrat-run cities. Whoa, 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 whoa. When everybody gets on the South, about the South Bay when everybody gets on the South Bay racist, they ignore the institutionalized racism that is worked into the North here in this, what exactly what's part of this. 
like that. Hold on. Exactly. Brother, brother, brother. brother. You were making so much sense. And then you went way, way and said the Democrats. Dude, we're down to six minutes. Um, I I, I can't even address that. I got to let Brian take this one. Yeah, I want to hear Brian before we end. Well, I mean, I agree. I mean, I was actually, I was feeling the same way. So much of what you were saying, and then you simply discredited yourself wanting to take a jab at a Democratic-run state. What a jab is what it is. Rob, it's please, Rob, you ain't got to jump in there and tell somebody to say something. Yeah, but come on, you can't say it's Rob, just taking a Rob, jab. Rob, the show's called Good Assault, okay, so let's just go. Just power through. Yeah, but it ain't called Rob Assault. No, just call, just, just power through and stay on point. Because I took a jab at something else as a black person that I see that actually bothers me. Listen, being honest about it. Listen, I don't think Brunswick, Georgia, by any stretch of the imagination, is a Democrat-run city, but I know that there's a brother who was jogging that ain't here anymore. Ooh. I know Trayvon Martin got killed in Florida, and I know Ron DeSantis is a Democratic-led governor in a, mm. I mean, I mean, a Republican governor in a Republican state. Mm. And I appreciate you know, the crickets. It, it, it's funny. I, I love. I also know that there's a. I know. I love that there's a Democrat governor that's still in office that wore blackface, not once but twice. No I love that there's a. I love that there's a. I love the fact that there's the leader of what everyone praises to be the example of the socialist paradise that they want America to be in Canada. That not only wore blackface on several occasions, but so committed himself to the role, he stuffed his own pants and rubbed, rubbed his hands and his arms black as well, in a clear mockery of black people. So no one has anything. I'm just making an observation about how Democrat-run black. It has nothing to do with a Democratic-run state. It does. It does. Bill de Blasio should not be having such things happen to him up here. Okay, but CSA, let him finish. Brian, go ahead. Add a couple more points before I have to wind down here. Go ahead. My point is that if it's fucked up, it's fucked up. It doesn't matter if it's a red state or a blue state. Got to identify trends. Right. No, you, right. you don't. You, 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 you have to. You have to. You have to be able to assess who's doing what the most. You know, and okay. that, that's Rob, bad. And, 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 and as, a, as a black person, I say it doesn't matter what state you're in. When you sit there and you're sitting there vilifying black people for being black, it don't matter if it's a red state or a blue state. Wow, right. that's a hundred percent true. But so, it's a matter of degree. There's no but. There is no but. What it's I a matter of degree. That's the but. There's no, no, no degree. There's no degree. No degree. Everything is the same everywhere, huh? No. Well, I'm that, that what I said, so, so today's topic. Today's topic was the right revolts. Conservatives are voicing displeasure with Trump. I'm going to say <laughs> this. I, I'm, I'm going to say this. Guys. So straight from that. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this, guys. Um, if conservatives stand for fiscal responsibility, right now that is not what we're witnessing. If conservatives stand for small government right now, I don't know if small government would be the answer. If conservatives stand for states' rights, well, then New York, which brings in, and California, which bring in a hell of a lot of income for the United States, should have no problem getting back what they put into the pot. And I don't think that's happening. So I'm I'm, I'm going to wind us down to this. I I, I want three words from each of you of... um, uh, conservative, conservative, which is far right, versus progressive, which is far left. Mr. CSA, your three words are what? It's a scam. It's a scam. Okay. Mr. Samuel Kacheri, your three words. Conservative versus the far left. Liberal. <clears throat> Ridiculous. Wow. 
Okay, so we went from two words to one word. Uh, I, I'm Rob Arnold, I'm going to let you go last because you'll be the one I need to cut off. Brian Parker, three words. <laughs> a bunch of shit. A, a bunch of shit. Of course, like of course, of course, being a Democrat, you only were allowed three words. You took four, which means you overspent. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, so Rob, Rob Arnold, my dispensation. My, my, um, Dispensation My of compassion. Well, okay. So here we are. Um, you know, Verbal Assault live stream is a show which allows people to voice their opinions. And hopefully in this show, no matter what we discuss, you walk away thinking about the conversation and not taking anything personal. We're not Fox News because, you know, we don't want five people ganging up on one left person. Even though today we had three versus two, or maybe four versus two, I think we did okay. Um, what I will say is that we in America are in a very difficult time, and that time means that this is not a left issue and this is not a right issue. This is not an issue. This is a subscription. All 12 issues of the year and next year's issues and the year after that. This is going to be a two to three year thing I think we're dealing with here. And we're going to have to get our heads out of our asses and figure out what the fuck to do. So I want to go ahead and thank Mr. Samuel Cachero. I want to thank Mr. Brian Parker. I want to thank Mr. Rob Arnold and the Common Sense Avenger. You guys are excellent contributors to Verbal Assault live stream. There is a host called Marquis Devereaux, even though sometimes I don't think so because he just gets cut out of the conversation. So he needs to come to he needs to come to the knife fight with a gun in order to be heard sometimes. But the point of the matter is, is we we people listen to us because we're a diverse group. Three of us are a mixed race. One of us is a, is 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 African American, and he could be African for all I know. And the other one is a brother from the Mayflower. And you know what? If we got any women listening to the program, we'd love to have you on. If we got any people that don't fit into the demographic that we have on the panel today, don't talk about it. Be about it. C a s t c r e w two one two cast crew two one two at gmail. We so like having you on Verbal Assault live stream. This shit ain't free, so give us some money, okay? Go to Patreon, go to Twitch, go to Anchor. Give us what you got. We are out. We want you to have an excellent weekend. We look forward to having you back on Monday. Every day for